You are joining Making a Difference with Melissa Clark, a new show that shares the compelling stories and voices of well-known and everyday people who change the world in big and small ways. Enjoy our guests. Call in or just listen to Be Inspired. For this show was made with you in mind. Please join us every Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with our special guests. And you can listen to our recast at www.melissaclarkshow.com. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining us on Making a Difference. I'm Melissa Clark. It's a beautiful day here on a Saturday in New York City. I hope everybody had a wonderful week. I know that I did. I received some amazing gifts. This is from Bloom and Birch. Uh, these flowers are real and they actually they last for about a year and uh, they don't require any water or sunlight and they're at they smell amazing, absolutely beautiful. Uh, this company is owned by Albie Manzo from New Jersey Housewives. So thank you guys so much for sending this to me. I really needed this this week. Uh, he's supposed to be on the show in a couple of weeks, so stay tuned for that. And I'm curious of how they do this. So thank you guys so much. I keep it right here next to my fake my fake flowers. And I want to thank Karina Contenu from um, Karina Dresses for sending me this beautiful dress. This is for all size. It's vintage um, inspired and I love it so much. It's so comfortable and uh, I can't wait to go out in the town and uh, show it off. So thank you so much, Karina. If you guys go over to karinadresses.com, uh, you can go ahead and um, uh, click on um, thank you 30 and you can get 30% off on making a difference. So thanks so much. I also want to, I have to, I'm a reporter and this is what we do. Do not consume these, okay? Bleach, Lysol, all this, Clorox, this is not to be consumed. Uh, if you or anybody else knows that someone who's going to be, who wants to consume it or they, they just, they got the wrong information, please call the Poison Control Center at 800-222-1222. Uh, that's not to be ingested, but um, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Uh, also, we're gonna start the show. I'm so excited to have Catalina Michio. She is an artist, an actor, a director for film um, festivals and uh, a publisher now, and she's a breast cancer survivor, so we're gonna have her on, and Constantine Morales from American Idol, he's gonna be serenading us with his beautiful voice, and I'm so thankful to have both of them on. Both of them on. Uh, but for right now, I want to show you this video of Harrison Holmes. He it, resides in England. Uh, he's an 18-year-old boy. I interviewed him actually on his 18th birthday. He has cerebral palsy and he loves to sing. I was able to sit down with him and his mother, so please take a look. Hi, Harrison. Hi, Joe. How are you? Very good. We're very good, thank you. Really happy to meet you. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. I'm so excited. This guy's been an internet sensation lately on Facebook. He's just like, so with 
we're getting hundreds of gorgeous messages um, from around the world just thanking Harrison for making everyone happy. I can't wait to hear him sing. <laughs> <laughs> so, Joe, tell us um, about Harrison. He was born with cerebral palsy, correct? Where he was born um, at one pound six, he was a premature baby. He wasn't supposed to survive from the beginning. And um, when he did, we were, he told that his chances were very, very slim. He was basically on a ventilator for nearly two years because his lungs were um, that bad, which is why it's quite worrying in this lockdown at the moment. Wow. Um, so, we um he had so many infections septicemia but the worst one he got um a bowel infection a bowel infection called dic and it turned his whole body black and it was all charcoal and burnt and doctors were coming from afar to see this baby that actually survived because you don't normally survive on dic when his body was so badly damaged yet he fought on didn't you Harrison yeah. and he from he's always been our miracle baby he's been the hospital's miracle baby and he's always managed to keep us going by his just his soul his heart and soul is just beautiful he's gorgeous and yeah. he loves everyone to he loves everyone he loves his family and he just loves to make everyone happy and smile constantly Love your outfit. <laughs> you, you look like a true performer. Harrison, tell us, uh, what does singing do for you? How do you feel when you sing? Very happy. You feel happy? What's your favorite song to make you feel happy to sing? I like all type of music. Okay. I call my favorite song in my head. He, he likes all music, he said. He, he just likes all the music in his head. Oh, wow. And you said that once he sings a song the first time, he remembers it. So he can sing it again without even looking at the words. Yeah, that's right. He'll just, if, if he, he listens to a song once and he'll memorize it, the tune, and he'll be able to sing it to the tune as well. He's got just this photographic memory of music is amazing, aren't yeah. you? That's really cool. What's your favorite song to go to when you feel happy, Harrison? He absolutely loves the Jersey Boys. Oh, the Jersey Boys. Oh, wow. Did you guys, did you have the, um, uh, the show over there? Because I know that they toured around the world. Did they have yeah. it near you? They, they did. We managed to see one in London, um, the Jersey Boys yeah. show in London, didn't we? <laughs> Yeah, but we, it was just, we didn't see the original ones. It was a bit disappointing. We didn't get to see them. Uh, but you saw the movie, did he? Harrison, did yeah. you see the film? Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, lots of times. Uh, he knows so every song. He knows every song off by your hand. Talk to the Jersey yeah. Boys. I love it. Thank you so much. I'm ready for to hear you sing. I would love for everybody to hear you sing. Are you ready? Wave it big time. I've been thinking of it. I've been going wrong. What I've been, I've been a week old mama. I've been a 
Thank you so much for singing that to us. Joe, are you there? Yeah. Okay. And you're, um, you're, what part of England are you in? We're in um, the Northwest. Okay. I understand that your uh, daughter was tested for uh, Corona. How is she doing? Yeah, she's an um, uh, occupational therapist at the hospital. And she just got a new job um, about a week and a half before she started. Um, I tried everything to persuade her not to start, knowing that she, it was very dangerous her starting. And she was, because um, they haven't got the right PPE protection right. in our hospital. And um, she was desperate to help out and she just carried on. And about a week and a half later, she already got diagnosed with it. So she's been really poorly and she's only 24. Oh and she's God. very healthy as well. So we didn't expect her to get it as bad as she has, but she's improving today, thankfully. Thankfully. And she's home right now, right? She's in quarantine. Yeah, she's home in quarantine, her and her boyfriend. But she, um, it's been really worrying, really has. Mom. Mom, can Mom. So we met, well, Harrison got an invite and the family to meet Prince William a few years back through the well child charity so the whole family were invited and it was a special private occasion where only just a very small handful of people got to meet him in the lake district and wow we had an amazing day didn't we harrison Serena. Michio, she's the first Bada Bing girl in Sopranos. Oh my God. <laughs> she's an artist. She is a director of film festivals, uh, now a publisher to indie films. That's your magazine now. And you yes. are also a survivor uh, of breast cancer. And today is your birthday. So happy, happy, happy birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Tell us about your experience with breast cancer, Kevin. Oh, wow. Well, it was a crazy time of my life. I had, was going through a divorce and um, I was a few months late on my mammogram because of insurance and uh, it's a long story. I don't want to get into that. Okay. <laughs> divorce and insurance wasn't working together anyway. So by the time I got my own insurance, I finally went uh, to see my gynecologist. And during that time, I felt something and I asked her about it and she kind of poo-pooed it, which really? um, ultimately I ended up firing her because, um, yeah, I ended up getting a mammogram and, and, a, and an ultrasound and then biopsies and it came back positive. So can, so, I, can I just ask you, what did you feel? Sure. What did you feel when, when you felt something suspicious? They were, there was two lumps. I actually had two and they were painful, which they say that cancer is not painful. They hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I could actually see them above my breast. Really? Like, yeah. Wow. They were growing so fast that um, my doctor said, pretty much, you know, if I didn't take care of it in a year's time, things wouldn't be good for me. Wow. So you went yeah. and you got a mammogram, then you had to go for I, surgery and everything. I, uh, well, first I went right, they put me into, well, the, I got a phone call, um, how I found out about, it. I got a phone call from my doctor on a Sunday morning. 
And when you get a call from a doctor on a Sunday morning, none of that, it, it can't be good. Right. So um, he told me we have good news and bad news. The, good, the bad news is that you have breast cancer. The good news is that we have a 98% cure for it that'll never come back. As long as you do everything that we tell you okay. to do. And, um, you know, that included six months of chemo, um, more biopsies, uh, surgery, lumpectomy, and then, um, and then three months of radiation, five days a week, and, which was an hour away. Uh, so it was an hour there, an hour back. And then another year of infusions. Um, for, yeah, so uh, it was a year and a half, a little more than a year and a half of treatments mm -hmm. with no hair, with no eyebrows. I, you know, took uh, everything, you know, that we 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 tried to look pretty for and all that it was taken away so i had to fill in and wear wig and you know do what i could um and they also said that um that i had to uh, not be stressed stress is a big big issue and um you know when, when you cancer. were sick right when you were when sick. i was sick don't be stressed okay <laughs> so i did that you know i tried i was like all right i have to listen to everything that they tell me so i tried not to be stressed so every day i try to think of what i what could i do to turn this around because now i know i'm gonna live um i want to do something to pay back for my life. Mm -hmm. So what I, I said, okay, I'm going to write a comedy for, so people won't feel sorry for me. For all the people that did feel sorry for me, now they could laugh mm -hmm. at my comedy. So when I was um, finished with all that in 2017, I wrote a short comedy based on a true story called St. Joseph. And it ended up winning like 20 awards. Wow. Yeah. I started and I directed it. Um, I produced it. I did everything. And can um, we find that online? Can we see that? Uh, not yet. Not okay. yet. Oh, it didn't come I'm out trying, yet. No, because I'm trying to sell the feature now. Yeah. So I expanded it and I, try, and I wrote a feature. But, you know, a lot of my friends have seen I've had it in lots of festivals obviously I, I, we won a lot of awards for it i have uh, vinnie pastori and angela pietro pinto and lou martini and, and uh, uh, some really jackie martling um who's in another film that i'm going to be doing another series called almost made um yeah so jackie's, a, jackie's a friend of my of me <laughs> i love jackie oh, yeah i've known yeah. him since i'm 25. Yeah, I actually play um, a female mob boss right. <laughs> in this one. So this is going to be a lot of fun. Aww. A lot of fun. Um, yeah. Tell um, us, how, how, did, how did your cancer experience, how did it change your life, Katharina? It definitely made me stronger. Mm -hmm. um, any nerves that I ever had of going on stage or anything like that completely vanished. Mm -hmm. um, I am much more secure with myself now because I, 
I, I fought and I fought and I fought so much. Um, you know, when you fight that hard, it, it gives you a thicker skin. And uh, especially when you're fighting for your own life. Right. Um, so it gives you a thick skin and you do, you know, I just, I just started doing everything I ever wanted to do. I'm acting more. Um, you know, I produced a film and now I have film festivals. I have three, I direct three film festivals. That's right. So, you know, you have to make the best of your situation when you find out, I mean, there was no cancer in my family. I didn't, honestly, I didn't even know what chemo was. Hmm. I didn't know that it's an injection. It, you know, I didn't know anything. Um, you know, I had to go through this uh, three months, two months of something called the red devil. And that's a chemo that is blood red and they come in in hazmat suits. And I'm like, wow. wait, you're in a hazmat suit, putting that in my vein. That's interesting. Um, so yeah. And then 24 hours after you have this, um, this uh, red devil, they, um, you have to give yourself an injection of Nulaska. And my doctor said to me, oh, um, with that, uh, you might, like a couple of hours later, you might feel like you're having a heart attack, but you, you're you not. Remember so you I'm that. like, all right, well, maybe yeah. I won't feel that, whatever. Uh, so I'm watching TV with the dogs, bold as a bean, right? And, um, and I'm there, and I literally did like an Uma Thurman from Pulp Fiction <laughs> kind of thing. And I felt like... Um, a wrought iron was going into oh my, my sternum. God. And I'm like, I'm not having a heart attack. I'm not having a heart attack. I'm not, I'm not, you know. <laughs> How long did that last for? Um, every time I had the, new, oh, the, uh, it, it lasted probably about five minutes. The wow. pain. Were you but by it your... was so intense. Yeah, I'm, I was always by myself through this whole thing. I had just gone through a vicious divorce. Mm. So, um, yeah, I was alone. I was, and, and, and I had asked my doctors, when was it that I actually got cancer? And they told me it was in May. And May was when I, uh, the divorce was final. Wow. So I got cancer and got divorced in the same month. Wow. Yeah. And what advice would you give to somebody who's going through that right now? <sighs> you have to stay positive, eat healthy, exercise as much as you can, um, and listen to your doctors. And just stay positive and try to do positive things, things that you really like to do. Um, you know, it's a, it's a tough situation. You know, nobody wants to, I mean, I, I thought I was one of these people. I have nobody in my family that had cancer. I'm, you know, I'm good for life. I'll right. never, why, why would I ever get it? Right. Uh, got it. What are you going to do? You know, and then you just, um, you can't give up. You have to, I love my life and I just made it better. Yeah. God bless you. Know? You, had, you. 
you have such a long list um, on your resume of acting. <laughs> and you tell us about The Sopranos, because uh, I, I met you at The Soprano Con. I was you did, yeah. Honored to meet you there. Tell us, how did you get that role, and, and how many seasons were you on? Um, I, I was on probably about five, no, six seasons. No, five, yeah, six seasons. Um, in the, sometimes I spoke, sometimes I didn't. Um, but I was one of the regular bada bing bartenders and I was offered a principal, a, a, you know, another, like a part. Um, but I turned it down. David Chase, um, requested me for a part, but it wasn't in my, uh, something that I really wanted to do. It wasn't sure. It's topless, but anyway, <laughs> And I was like, no, I'm a bartender. Why am I topless? No, no. And, right. and I was actually dating James at the time. And, um, and I told him about it and he got really pissed off. So he's like, you're not doing that. And I said, no, 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 I'm not doing it. I'm not. So, but I met him on the set and we had a really, um, we had a nice relationship. He's a, he was a really generous, kind man amazing actor and brilliant brilliant i mean he used to read like five books at a time he had books all over the house oh, you know i love yeah it. he was a really wonderful person and i miss him a lot i met him for 15 minutes and it was the best 15 minutes of my life i yeah. sat i sat down with him at a table and i was just he's just so wonderful and i was very upset i've actually met him in march passed away in may Passed away in May. Uh, yeah, I met him in March, and we really took it hard. He came over to Lenny's Clam Bar, and uh, he was with um, Tony Sirico. They were coming from a funeral, and I'm sorry, oh. about, I'm sorry about your loss. I, he, wonderful, wonderful man. Uh, but he's living on through all this. The, the, guy, yeah. the folks at SopranoCon, they're doing such an amazing job to honor all of you. What a great great thing that was my and then he wanted you know he was going to do another one and then all this um with the COVID uh, started and so everything is just on hold right now you know how are you doing to cope with this right now Katharina how, how are you feeling <sighs> I'm um I'm you know I started I had to figure out what to do because I had I direct three film festivals now and um and they were all live events <laughs> so what do you do when you have live events and you can't have a live event you have to bring it online right so i created one of my festivals the venus italian international film festival i created an online festival for that and then i said well i need a home for all of my three festivals. So I created a magazine and it's uh, indie film online. Right. It's mm -hmm. also indie films online. I, I think I bought all of the names in every, <laughs> you know, all the domains. So it's indiefilmonline.com. And, um, and I'm gonna stream all of the uh, videos, all of the films from the festival on there. And it's and, so it's so nice because you're actually giving writers, you're giving directors, actors a chance to um, showcase themselves. Well, that's, and, and, and I'm doing it for a lot of my friends. I mean, I have now filmmakers from all over the world because two of my festivals, no, three of them, all three of them are international. So I've met 
people from all over the world, from India, from Italy, from England, from this can everywhere. And it's amazing. Um, so uh, I'll be able to do this for people, not e even if they, they're not, they didn't win an award, they could still put an article. Yeah. you know, in, in the magazine. And it's really important for filmmakers to get notoriety. And it's difficult, especially if they haven't won an award. Um, and, and to really express what their film is about and where it came from, from them. And, um, I, you know, there's only so much I could do. I could give awards. There's only so many awards I could do. But if I could help these people get, I'm like, literally I'm charging like $25, $50 for an article, you know, things like that, because I know people don't have the money, especially independent filmmakers, you know, and hopefully I get enough uh, advertisers that I won't even have to charge the filmmakers for an article. Right. So um, that's really my goal. That's I my love, goal. I love that concept. And you're uh, releasing in May? Are you releasing the uh, magazine? Yeah. And make? yeah, and I'm doing a tribute um, to a lot of people that, um, you know, all the people that, not all, I mean, whoever sends me in uh, family members or people that passed from COVID. Um, so I'm doing a tribute video for them. I love um, it. And I had just, I just lost my father too. This I'm... is my, it's my, my first birthday without him you know i know i'm so sorry just, about that thank you i just I'm i lost sorry. him the end of january so anyway oh. he's gonna be he's gonna be very proud of you because you have a lot of stuff coming up and um you know like i i lost both of my parents so i i believe death is just a, a, a step into another room you know and they're always with us um yeah. i want to talk about your wonderful artwork Okay. Put a smile. I want to put a smile on Hi. your face. I love it. I right behind you. I know. Yeah, we could yeah. take a walk, you know, when I was, you know, here by myself in my apartment. You know, if I couldn't go out, take the dogs out and say, hey, let's take a walk down the path. <laughs> Katharina, it's true. Your artwork is unbelievable. I am oh, a total crazy thanks. art person. And um, thank you so much for your, your talent. And uh, as thank we're talking, they're going to be showing uh, your, your beautiful um, oh, artwork. Okay. There's one with Rob Thomas that you did a portrait of. Oh. Absolutely beautiful. What did he, he say to was, you? <laughs> well, that was actually at, in uh, the Revel Hotel in Atlantic City. Mm. And it was for a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame um, tribute. And he performed there, and I and I had this painting that I wanted to um, donate to his foundation, and um, so I said, "Could you sign? Would you sign the back of it?" And he, um, well, I can't curse on this, but I'll bleep, I'll bleep myself. He wrote, he wrote, he wrote on the back of it. This is bleeping awesome <laughs> with an F, <laughs> effing. I love it. Flipping awesome. This yeah, is flipping off. This is a, this is flipping awesome. So that was, it was pretty funny. He was so he was just like he was really happy about it. You know. Yeah, I mean, I love that. Yeah, this is a good. It came out pretty good. I was happy with it. 
Do you do both? Uh, do you do acrylic and watercolors? I, I do acrylic and oil. Oil. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Acrylic and oil. I love it so much. And you have a lot of your paintings in the legendary cutting room. At the cutting room. Yes. Wow. And a lot of them are signed by the, by the artists. Unbelievable. Yeah. I have uh, one of Ronnie Wood. Mm -hmm. um, it's not there, but when he performed there, I did a painting and his wife, gave me the most amazing compliment. And she said it was one of the best renditions of a portrait of him that she ever saw. And I was like, oh my God, who heard that? Did anybody just hear that? <laughs> oh my God. I was so nervous um, to even do a portrait of him because he's an artist, you know? I don't think I've yeah. ever done that. I don't think I've ever done a portrait of someone that is an artist. <laughs> Wow. So there's a lot of nerves that go into that, but um, Roger Daltrey also came in mm -hmm. and um, and signed, and um, uh, there's just a ton, a, a ton of artists. A uh, Billy Joel, I love you it. know that was I saw great. that beautiful. Yeah, Billy, uh, yeah. And and I told you my favorite is the Vincenzo. What do you how do you call it? The Vincenzo of uh, Venice. Venice, yeah, beautiful. Venezia. 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 Yeah, because I do landscapes too, obviously. <laughs> I love it so much. I'm going to show it as we're talking here because it's yes. just it, it really captured my heart. I love the lights that come through. Thank um, you. Absolutely beautiful. Now, when did you start painting? When did you know oh, that you? Oh, when I came out of the womb. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I always, I always um, had some. In fact, the crazy thing is, is that when I started drawing, I was left-handed. And there's some crazy tradition or superstition, Italian superstition, that you're, if you're born, uh, if you start writing with your left hand, that the devil is, I don't know, you're born with, I don't know, some stupid thing. So they switched me over to um, right, being right-handed. And I'm an artist at, at being right-handed. Who knows what wow. would've been, I would have been if I uh, stayed with the left. Who knows? That's true. But, <laughs> wow. um, but I, I, you know, I, um, I majored in art in high school. And then I went to college for another six years uh, for art. And um, I had so many art credits. That's when I started taking acting, uh, acting classes. Uh, um, and that's when I started acting too. I love it so much. You can yeah. go over to uh, michioart.com to, to look at her art. And it's absolutely incredible. Thank what, you. What was your favorite character that you ever played? Do you have a favorite <gasps> character? Oh, that's hard. Um, I think maybe the character that I played in my own movie <laughs> is called St. Joseph, um, because it was from, it was based on a true story. So it was fun playing someone that was kind of me, but a fictitious me. I don't know. You know, it was, it was fun. I love it so much. I love it so much. Do you have anything coming up? I know this year is kind of... You know, we got to keep everything under wraps, but do you have anything coming up maybe for next year? Uh, yeah, I have. Um, I just finished a series um, that I play the girlfriend of two, um, two club owners. And uh, <laughs> I'm kind of a spy for one of them. <laughs> um, that was a lot of fun. And I have this other one uh, called Almost Made. 
<clears throat> excuse me, almost made, and Joey Zanafrio was in it, and Jackie Martling, mm-hmm. and um, Paul Borghese, and a ton of um, Louis Venezia, I forget his last name, sorry. Um, but there's a lot of really uh, great actors in it. So I'm looking forward to, to playing that uh, that part because I play a female mos- uh, bo- mob boss. I love it. So do you think that you're stereotyped as a, in, in the mob? Do you think that you have that? Um, I get cast for these and yeah. they're fun. I mean, you, like you know, I'm not going to get cast for a southern bell (laughs) you know that's not gonna happen right so i'm grateful for whatever i get and i you know whatever it is i'm i'm happy with and i'll just go along you know and do the best i can at at whatever the part it calls for um i'm happy with doing those kind of parts they're fun hey constantine how are you I'm good, uh, good as can be, considering, uh, you know, all that is happening in the world. Thank you. Uh, how are you today? Very good, thank you. So you're out and about. This is beautiful. I love this. It's nature. <laughs> this is nature. This is nature. We have a bunch of naked ladies that are going to come through <laughs> any second, naked men. Um, wow. They're manscaped, don't worry. It's going to be very natural. You're the best. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, My pleasure. Thank you. You are a Tony Award uh, nominee for Rock of Ages. Uh, Tell us, how do you feel about seeing Times Square and Broadway closed down right now with what we're going through? Well, you know, um, obviously, these are tough times uh, all around um, for everybody, Uh, not only uh, in our city, um, in the suburbs, in our country, all over the world. So, um, people are hurting, people are suffering. Um, first, just want to be thankful that um, we're healthy, my family and I. Um, we're grateful to all the, uh, the healthcare providers and workers out there, the essential workers. Um, and, um, you know, we're trying to keep positive, stay positive. Uh, it's funny, May, March 9th, I had a big show at Birdland Jazz Club, sold out show. Um, turned out it was basically the last show ever Um, the next day the next day or two Broadway was shut down there was there was a a vibe there was an ominous vibe about that night and -hmm. we knew something was coming and uh, not something's coming the West Side Story song either Uh, so we you know um, we're an amazing community the theater Um, we're out to help each other um, help other people Um, we will bounce back Um, this this is only temporary, but it's important that we, you know, that we listen to our experts. And uh, it's, 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 it's disheartening to see Broadway shut down like that, to see so many businesses shut down like that. But mm-hmm. in time, it will bounce back and people will want to be entertained and uh, we'll be there for them. Um, in the meantime, you know, we got to take care of our are people that are hurting, you know, we have some dear friends severely affected by this one in particular that's, you know, clinging to his life. Uh, we hear good reports um, slowly but surely each day, but we're hoping that uh, Nick Cordero. Nick Cordero, uh, yes. He, yeah. yeah, he actually, he had his uh, leg amputated last week. Is that correct? It yeah. is. Um, it's, um, it's, it's a shame and uh, we, we're all very gutted about what's happening to Nick right now, but he has an incredible wife, a great son at home that 
whatever it takes to get him home to his family. Um, I know that he'll make the adjustments uh, in life to live a long and beautiful life with his family. We just need him to get through this, you know, phase and to wake up uh, out of this coma. Uh, he has amazing care right now and we're wishing uh, him the best for sure. They have a beautiful little son, Elvis. So cute. They do. <laughs> he's 10 months old. Uh, he's a beautiful baby boy and um, his wife, Amanda Klutz, is an incredible inspiration to all of us, how she's held up uh, her strength and spirit and positivity. So we're confident that um, as they wean him off the machines um, this weekend into next week, um, that, that he will wake up and that we'll be there for him to lift him up and, and bring him back uh, from this, this terrible place. God bless you so much. Thank you for bringing him up. I actually mentioned him a couple of times on my show and they actually have a GoFundMe. It's up to $435,000. Now this family can use all the money they can get. You know, it's never not enough. So thank you so much for bringing him up and, and we're keeping you in our prayers and, uh, and his family and his beautiful wife, Amanda. Thank you. Thank yes. You. Uh, it's going to be a long, long, long road uh, to recovery after this. Uh, you know, that's, it's amazing the support that they've been given, but Really, when you think of the years of rehabilitation and uh, therapy that he's going to need and whatnot, yeah. um, you know, every every bit counts. Many great people affected by what's happening, and um, eternal, eternal be their memory for sure. We, uh, you know, just be thankful that we have our health and and stay the course, and we'll, and we'll get through this. Constantine, you as a father, how did you uh, explain this to your beautiful little daughter? Yeah, you know. Um, we left the city a few years ago. We moved to the uh, beautiful suburbs of New Jersey, uh, North Jersey here in Bergen County. We have amazing school systems. And, you know, um, my daughter is a really bright young lady, nine years old. And, um, you know, we just made the adjustment with uh, distance learning, um, with the strength of her mother's support and mine. Uh, we we co-parent, so it's not always easy to have two different households and whatnot. But She's made it a, an, a, great, a great adjustment. Uh, she Zooms with her friends. She Zooms into ballet. You know, she misses travel soccer. She misses playing with her friends in person. But, um, you know, I think when you're young, you are so resilient. And it's like time is not really actually passing. Um, it's when we get older, do we really feel <laughs> the time uh, go by and, and each day sort of check off the calendar. But... So far, so good. She's a beautiful, bright young lady, and uh, we just try to stay as positive as we can with her, and, and she knows that um, in time, things will be back to normal. God bless. Yeah. Yeah. These kids, are, they're, they're smart. <laughs> they're smarter than we think. I just want to ask you about your um, role in Jekyll and Hyde. I saw that on YouTube, and my God, you had to play two characters in one show how was that about what was that like <laughs> you know i've been uh, pretty blessed in my life and my career to uh get to be a part of so many different productions and uh, wonderful broadway shows and nominations and touring and and recording music and all that but certainly jekyll and hyde was uh, was a thrill uh it's uh it's an incredible piece my dear friend frank wildhorn the great composer you know grammy and tony nominated uh, legend um We've toured together all over the world, and uh, to, to get a chance to tackle uh, that piece um, was, was a great challenge and, and a wonderful time in my life, and, and uh, certainly the songs, they stay with you, and um, 
I really always enjoyed it. But, you know, now it's about sort of the next piece and the next project. And we have uh, uh, my first solo album that we that we've been working on for some time in, in, uh, in many years. Uh, it's an all original rock and roll record called Until I'm Wanted. Uh, it'll be out shortly on Noble Steed. And uh, some of the songs are on my Spotify you can find. And um, it's sort of my love letter to rock and roll and the sort of ups and, ups and downs of my career since let's say American Idol some 15 years ago. But certainly the Jekyll and Hyde's and the Rock of Ages and you know the Rents and the Jesus Christ Superstars, those are you know, things I'm so proud of. And I love being a part of the contemporary musical theater. I love acting for film. We did a couple of cool films this year. And, but right now, you know, we're just sort of living day to day. You know, we're in this sort of wait and see who knows what's gonna be kind of phase in our lives. And, you know, I mean, God only knows when production on films and television will get back to work. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we just have to sort of, stay positive and, and hope at some point we can get back to work. But hey, if I have to get get, get in a truck <laughs> and, and start delivering, you know, I don't know, food or whatever, then I got to do what I got to do, you know, have a family to provide for. And, uh, you know, ideally, uh, this will bounce back in the next few months. But um, who knows? We'll see. Right. So all you you had some tours this year. They're, they're all canceled until further notice, correct? Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. obviously, um, yeah. anything but truly essential work is, is going to be put on the back burner. Uh, you know, we're really proud of this album and the songs on it. And, uh, you know, ideally, I wanted to be out there promoting it. But um, yeah. you can always stay tuned on my, on my social media. I try to keep everyone, um, when I'm not hating on a <laughs> certain political times we're in, um, I'm definitely, you know, promoting my my music and my, and my project. So if you go to ConstantineMaroulis.com or ConstantineMaroulis on Instagram, whatnot, um, you know, stay in touch. I'm doing a lot of coaching now, performance coaching as well. So, um, you know, definitely we'll get back to work on a, nor on a more normal basis, hopefully soon enough. But um, you have to make adjustments in life. So um, in the meantime, I'm continuing to write and work on other projects, you know, work remotely with guys that I've you know, that I play with. Um, you're going to meet Static shortly and Kira, you know, great artists that I work with. Um, you know, we, we, we're trying to stay motivated and, and stay positive and um, put out content when, when it's appropriate. And, you know, for now, just uh, stay safe. I love it so much. We'll always promote you. You're part of the Making a Difference family now. So you always have our vote for everything. <laughs> And uh, I'll put all your information on my website so people can hear your beautiful music. Your voice is amazing. Uh, can you go ahead and play something from Until I'm Wanted? Sure. Until I'm Wanted is uh, my upcoming album. Um, it was due out already this, this spring, but we put a little pin in it. But you can check out some of the singles on my Spotify. But this is a song called Blown Away that I wrote. Um, it's sort of taken on a different meaning with everything that's going on in the world now. So... Check it out. Uh, this is an unheard song. So, can you hear the guitar all right? Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, that is static. Constantine Marulis, thank you for being here. This is Blown Away. Young hearts, focus. 
given something to believe in. Your kids stolen, the communion you're receiving. Some stars frozen, though the light is burning blue and gold. The story chosen, always black and white is turning gold. Build a wall, we'll take it down. It's the fight of your life. I don't know how far I'll go. I'm willing to take it to the place. I saw your face and I was blown away. Yeah. I don't care, it don't seem fake. Is this love or is this war? Each time when it's on pieces, I'm losing faith. This heart will break, she says, yes, it's too late. All right. Oh, 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 for a song that's never going down, last breath choking, all the words linger falsely now. She came to live. It's the fight of your life, and I don't know how far I'll go. Willing to take it to place. Saw your face now was blown. to say happy birthday oh. happy birthday cat oh. oh i love you so oh. happy birthday happy birthday to you happy birthday to you <laughs> happy birthday happy birthday cat <laughs> thank you love you so much thank you con <laughs> Uh, All right, you. everybody blow. One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday.
Happy birthday, Katarina. <laughs> Blown away. Love you. So, uh, Thank you. I love yeah, that you know, song. We've been, uh, of course. Happy birthday. And uh, Kat you. and I go back a long, long way. And she's mm -hmm. quite a champion. Been through so much, you know, yeah. with her health and, and uh, mm -hmm. overcome so much. Um, and um, happy to call her a friend. So. Oh, I love you. Uh, God bless. Yeah, she's a doll. <laughs> we have a little thing I wanted to do for you, if that's okay. Do we have Do we have a moment? Yes, please. Let's do it. You know, these are such uncertain times, and but yeah, a little louder if you can. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, there's a great song from the musical theater, and I think it says a lot about what's happening today. We starve, look at one another, short of breath, walking proudly in our winter coats, wearing smells from laboratories, facing a dying nation of moving paper fantasies, distance of the mutual lies. A supreme vision in lonely tombs Somewhere inside something there is a rush of greatness Who knows who stands in front of our lives I fashion my future on films and space Silence tells me secretly everything Thank you. We, we all needed that.